It is season finale time. This is your man, Big Rob, aka Excessive Overlord. Yes, sir. The Sneaker Goat. Yes, sir. Racist Vordy. Yes, sir. The illegitimate son of Morris Day, because my mama had that jungle love. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. Robert Atwood, the creator and star of Hulu TV series, A Real Niggas Tale, season six this summer. This summer. The Pied Piper PPP loans. The Pied Piper. The Elon Musk of EBT Goals. EBT. The Dance Hall Derrick. Juan Pondicop. Juan Pondicop. Reverend Jackson, because I keep summer for the paper like a Creflo Dollar. And for a very special episode today, you can call me Robert Jackson Esquire. And I'm lawyering this thing this week. That's right, y'all. We got a special finale episode for y'all for episode 12 of season 3. We'd like to welcome you guys to the Pleasure Palace People's Court, a.k.a. the uh, Court of Public Opinion. dun dun Right. <laughs> so if you haven't been living under a rock for the last two days, we already no point in Right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, today, the uh, the plaintiff and the uh, defendant. defendant will be a Mr. Chris Brock, who serves as the plaintiff, and uh, the defense will be the defendant will be Mr. Will Smith. The crime will be assault. In a public place. <laughs> a very public place. With a misdemeanor in a public um, humiliation. Let's say I that. like humiliation. Yeah. I almost said emasculation, but nah, that's a little yeah, too far. Like that far. Yeah, that's a little too far. Um, representing the defense, we have Big Rock X Choir. And representing, I'm uh, sorry, representing the prosecution, we have Big Rob X Choir. And representing the defense, we have myself, Blacksmith. So, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to basically, uh, Big Rob has his argument pro, uh, you know, for Chris Rock's uh, being in the right for what he did, and I'll basically uh, defending Will Smith for uh, his actions, which took play uh, took play uh, at the uh, Oscars Sunday. Yes. So uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, opening arguments. Big Rob, please take it away. Ladies and gentlemen of the court, I'd like to tell you a story. Sunday. March 27th, 2022, the 94th Annual Academy Awards. After years of no hosts and bad hosts and telling people that they was one and it was the wrong movie, we had a moment where one of the greatest comedians of all time, my client, Mr. Mr. Rock here, I mean, just mad at he did what he does best and he told a joke. A very edgy joke. Some might say it was in poor taste. Some might say it was in great taste. I'm not here to play that. I'm just here to say that what Mr. Rock did was do what he does best, and that is tell jokes and humor people. 
And that's what he's been doing for almost 40 years at this point. Until his client, the callous woman, Christopher Smith III, attacked him maliciously in front of the world. Embarrassing him, emasculating him, and proving that possibly everybody does hate Chris. And I will not stand for it, John. Who's the motion? No, the defense. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the Court of Opinion, my name is Blackstone, and I am representing Willow Smith. If you don't know, this is real name. What I would like to prove today, without a shadow of a doubt, is that Will Smith is a righteous man, a practical man, and from all standing, a upright citizen in the world, and one of the most moral stars in Hollywood sustained. It's not the get object yet. <laughs> most moral compasses in Hollywood today. As you know, and we probably saw what happened su- uh, Sunday night. The words were exchanged while Mr. Rock was on, on stage. He told a callous joke about Miss Smith, Will Smith's wife, Jada. And what I would like to prove that Will Smith acted out of love and passion to defend the honor of his wife. We'll move on, Your Honor. We'll go too long. Let's go to uh, presenting evidence. I present to you Exhibit A, the Academy Awards, an award show put on television to entertain the masses. And one thing that's done is by bringing all the celebrities, including the, in my personal opinion, the fifth greatest standard comedian of all time, mm. my client, Mr. Rock. Now, when he did that. He possibly surveyed the audience, looked across, and saw his friend and colleague, one Jada Pinkett Smith, mm. and made an off-color remark about the quality of her follicles. Comparing her to the to Demi Moore of the classic film G.I. Jane, where she could star in the sequel and would possibly do a great job because she's a great actress. Objection. Sustained. Standing, stay on, stay on, stay on subject. Withdrawn, withdrawn. <laughs> he and I quote say, Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane too. Can't wait to see you. Now at this moment, the world and Mr. Smith himself proceeded to guffaw and laugh. It was, he was holding his stomach, wiping tears out of his eyes. He thought he enjoyed it. But until a moment so evil, so callous, he got out of his seat, stood up in his well-tailored suit, walked the stage, and assaulted my client. Objection. By opening his hand and smacking him across the face. I heard an objection somewhere. Objection. The, uh, the, the uh, prosecution is placing blame before trial. Withdrawn. <laughs> Your witness. Ladies and gentlemen, my friends. It's glad to have you guys here. Let us talk about the evidence because we all saw it. Social media, if you didn't see it live, what happened between Mr. Rock and my client, Mr. Smith. You heard the words that were said, the joke, the callous joke, poking fun at his wife, Miss Smith. 
I would like to add this to the evidence, if I may. We'll go back five years to Chris Rock when he hosted the Oscars. And this segment where he told this joke about the boycott Miss Smith tried to put on Oscars for the lack of representation of African American. Objection. Relevancy, please. Relevant because it's relevant because I will allow the court to and the uh, the jury to see that this college joke is based off a history of spite and practical f- bad feelings towards Mr. Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett. Objection. That's hearsay. It's not hearsay. We have to take that. We're going to submit that evidence. Anyway, <laughs> back to what I was saying. My friends, who is Will Smith? Let's analyze the person, Will Smith. Will Smith is probably the top in the top five blockbuster single actors in the world today. He has been nominated before for Oscars. Has never won. His first Oscar nomination came from the movie Ali, if you guys remember, uh, back in the 2000s, early 2000s, I should say. And before that, Will Smith has been known for movies such as Independence Day, Men in Black 1, 2, and 1 and 2. And 3. <laughs> and 3. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hancock. And many more movies just like that. Enemy mistake. I am legend. But uh, let's stay on text. Will Smith, besides that, his acting accolades, is also a humanitarian. He's also a pillar of the community. And before this uh, unfortunate incident, has uh, basically had no dealings with any kind of assaults, any kind of you know, bad press or anything like that. You know, he's been, for the most part, an upright role model for all people to follow. Now, I direct my questioning to Mr. Rock. Mr. Rock is, as you know, by profession, a stand-up comedian, or comedian, you might want to say. He's been in movies. He got to start in, uh, you know, doing stand-up, SNL. He's known for his uh, sharp wit, and he's been known to kind of dig into, uh, let's say, um, his subjects of his comedy, especially celebrities. He has a a uh, past of hosting the events like this. He's hosted MTV Awards. He's hosted, like I said, the Oscars before, and he's you know been in his fair amount of roasts, which this sort of. Uh, Needling is, uh, you know, warranted. But like I said, we are at the Oscars. You know, the shining pillar of the Academy of Performing Arts. And this is not necessarily a deaf jam, or, you know, deaf comedy jam or any place like that. This is a place of class and some kind of, you know, a sense of, uh, you know, let's say, uh, without saying, you know, a certain air of elegance is, in, is, is expected. The upper crust. Anyway, the uh, joke, is, as uh, the, uh, the 
the, the plaintiff has said, the uh, prosecution said, the joke was uh, pertaining to uh, his, uh, Mr. Smith's wife's hair. Um, the reason why Jada, Jada Pink Smith's hair is that way, because it's short and low cut, which actually looks very wonderful on her, I might want to add, is actually because Jada has, and she has publicly let the world know that she suffers from the uh, autoimmune dis- uh, disorder alopecia, which means your uh, body attacks the hair follicles on your head and other areas sometimes too, uh, which causes bald spots, hair, you know, uh, yeah. hair loss, and you know that sort of thing. And uh, when uh, Mr. S- Mr. Rock made this uh, terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, joke about, you know, Mrs. Smith's ailment, my client, Mrs. Smith, um, he took, he took cause to that, you know, as a black man, black married man, and I, like I want to add, um, Dana and uh, Will have been married for over 20 years, uh, and they're one of the pillars of, you know, marriage in the world, going on, relationships and things like that, and being very open about their relationship. The troubles and the, the ups and downs and things like that. Anyway, when the joke was told, Mr. Smith, my client, took upon himself to defend his wife's honor. Now, I, I don't know who's, uh, anybody out there listening to this who's married or, you know, in a long-term relationship with their, their spouse. But certain things are not, say, culture to say about one's spouse. Especially in a public setting, especially from a fr- someone you thought was your friend. In this case, Mr. Rock. Um, Mr. Rock and Mr. Smith have a relationship going back to the days of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which ran in the early '90s. And they've, uh, you know, they've been they've never been in any other project before besides that show. But they've been friendly for the, for most of the time. And I, I believe they are, if not close friends, close associates. So, it's to my belief that Mr. Rock did know about Miss Smith's ailment, and to make fun of that was a blow to my client's, you know, his heart. Being that a person he's friendly with, he would say something about his wife in such a public say, setting. So, you saw what happened, and we don't really need to get into that, but my client knew what he did. But we are here just to, in, the, in the court of public opinion, my client was just acting the way he did because it was a callous act of a cowardly, cowardly man to talk about a woman's ailment like that. So my, my client did what he had to do and I believe you guys, when you look at the evidence, he was in his full right to do just that. And I, I'll rest my case on that. Thank you for that, Thank you for that Mr. Smith. Oops. There are a lot of attitudes about one Willie Christopher Smith. Rapper. Actor. Basketball aficionado, hmm. cheesecake enthusiast, and now Academy Award winner. But can we also bring in Secret Assaulter? Because last night, last Sunday's incident was not the first time that one Mr. Smith has been in an altercation. It's not even his first altercation at the Academy Awards. Hmm. Shall I take you back 20 years to the 2002 Academy Awards, where Mr. Smith was up for his prize? portrayal of Muhammad Ali where he lost to the more deserving Denzel Washington for training day and apparently a very close source of me confirmed that 
Mr. Smith and one Ethan Hawke get into an altercation backstage at the Academy Awards after the best Oscar nominee was handed up. Objection, Your Honor. Hearsay. Yeah, hear me say this. <laughs> I can go back even further. Artifact, I'll go back even more in recent times. The movie premiere of After Earth. Mr. Smith was on the red carpet and violently assaulted a man who only wanted to show his physical love in the most physical way possible. Objection, that man assaulted my client. And I'll take it back even further. One more. Where Mr. Smith openly said on record that he could beat Mike Tyson, then the heavyweight champion of the world. That is an egregious lie and shows the character of Mr. Smith. Objection. Mike Tyson actually appeared in that video. It was a parody. Sustained. And also, let's not forget this. In one day in the year 1990, Mr. Smith was playing basketball at the court. He got in one little fight, and apparently his mother got scared and sent him to live in Bel Air with a violent aunt and uncle who taught him these evil ways and made him assault my client. <laughs> Will Smith is a monster. He killed a bunch of vampires that were just living their own life in the community in Dying Legend if you look at the deleted ending. But other than that, I love the guy. The prosecution arrests for now. Your witness. My friends, let's take a deep look into the movie career of one Christopher Rock. Christopher Rock has been in a numerous amount of let's just call them Hollywood bombs. You guys, we have to talk about Head of State was a colossal flop. Objection that we predicted the political rise of Barack Obama. We're all better people for it. Sustained. We have to remember his other movies. In this case, probably one of the worst movies that ever come out. Tootie Tang. Objection. I know personally that, that, <laughs> that my friend Lauren loves Tootie Tang and watches it on a weekly basis. I was going to tell you, I'm going to sip the tie now. <laughs> Nobody knew what he meant when he said these things. And I have to also add that Chris Rock wrote and produced this movie. What was our utter trash and forgettable? Also, do you not think the fact that Mr. Rock with so many failed box off office movies, did he not have a grudge against my client? <laughs> There's a term that used to be used in the summer blockbuster season. Everybody knows in the summer all the blockbuster movies come out. Everybody's out. The summertime, the heat, kids are out of school. What a great time to go with your family and watch a movie. And my client in his heyday, and even still now, dominated the summer box office. They used to call it Big Willie Weekend, if you guys remember. They never called it Big Crop, Big Chris Weekend. <laughs> in fact, Mr. Rock had to bring in all his friends from SNL to even have a hit movie. I believe you're forgetting CB4, which is a comedic classic. CB4 was trash. He also watched that movie weekly as well. <laughs> <laughs> it, also predicted the, it also predicted the rise of many of Karen rappers. So what? <laughs> we also need to look at the fact that Will Smith is a family man. He's so famous that all his, <laughs> all his, <laughs> all his, uh, his offspring are now famous 
in utero due to the fact that him and Jada are so famous. Untalented, by the way. Except, except Jada. But. <laughs> that, uh, I'll sustain it. <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk. Um, also, we need to look at the fact that the world saw this heinous action, and the world has already made their mind up, as it seems. If you watch the memes, you look at your social media, you get on your Twitter, you see that people have, of all walks of life, have come from all different angles to either place blame on my client, and for some reason his wife, which makes absolutely no sense, because she's the victim here when it comes to this heinous, critical disgusting joke that Mr. Rock placed upon her. The woman has a disease, my God, God's sakes. Anyway, we've heard it all. Blaming the black woman. Saying that she's demonizing her. Saying that she is responsible for Mr. Smith's action. Like he, she manipulated him into getting up there and smacking the taste out of Mr. Mr. Uh, Rock's mouth, which he full-heartedly deserved at the time. That woman sat there and heard that heinous joke and her face squinted up and her husband, being the loving protector of his woman, saw that face and kindly got up, fixed his coat, smiled, walked up to that stage, smiled at Mr. Rock, turned his hand around and backhanded the shit out of him, looked at him in the face, fixed his coat button, walked away, smiling it, and sat down. And we all heard it what he said to Mr. Rock after he said, Damn, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> and Will said, Yes. Keep admitting to his crime. Excuse me. I'm talking. <laughs> Mr. Smith said, Yes. Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And he said it again. The same thing. Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And what did Mr. Rock say? He said, I will. Point given, point taken, issue fixed. I rest my kid. My client was attacked for giving his First Amendment right to make fun of someone's wife. What's next? Will Louis C.K. be attacked? Actually, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> Will other quality comedians that haven't done disgusting things with assistance behind private doors be attacked for their opinions? What, what are you telling me that Dave Chappelle will be in... Okay, scratch that. <laughs> D.L. Hughley will get in trouble? All right, never mind. <laughs> the point is, Chris Rock was slapping. It wasn't fair. It wasn't fair. He got slapped by a man in black. It was fair. He stood right there and took it, didn't he? He didn't raise a hand back. Because he has the call. Mm. He knew that I can't I can't beat up the first prince in front of all these white people. He got kids watching. They'll take his show off HBO Max and replace it with everybody hates Chris. You know what? He should have slapped him back. <laughs> Objection. He Chris Rock ain't never had a problem saying obscure things in front of children. That's also true. Let's also talk about the fact that Mr. Rock has the reputation in Hollywood for being callous and saying cutting words to celebrities at these sort of functions. 
We also call this a a history of violence, verbal violence in this sense. And maybe this is just finally him getting his comeuppance from years and years of this type of abuse that Starge had to take. But my client had the balls to get up there and defend his wife and smack the taste out of Mr. Rock's get teeth. I understand that Mr. Smith loves his wife. Also, I've heard that a lot of people love Mr. Smith's wife. Don't come over here. Objection. <laughs> But to interrupt the most prestigious honor in Hollywood, an institution that Mr. Smith claims to respect, and they respect him enough to give him an Academy Award, well deserved, by the way, I'm not knocking that, shows how callous he really is. To get up and walk across the stage and slap an innocent man who's innocent objection who's only doing his job, telling a joke. I can understand if he called Will Smith and said, I can also understand if Chris Rock wasn't a comedian and was just some guy like Lindsey Graham trying to denigrate a black woman. I can understand. He deserved to be slapped for that. But to do this at the Academy Awards, an award show that Chris Rock has hosted twice as one of the greatest hosts of all time, as one of the greatest comedians of all time. He didn't deserve this. What's the objection? Opinion. Fair enough. He didn't deserve this, nor does any comedian deserve this, short of maybe Jim Brewer. But, while I'm a personal fan of Mr. Smith, as is Black Snow, I'm a personal fan of Chris Rock, as is Black Snow. This moment did not need to happen. I mean, except for the show, we needed it to happen, because this is just a great moment in time. <laughs> but, in terms of the court, this moment did not need to happen, as two of our greatest of all time are embroiled in a beef. The likes have not been seen since... Probably an episode of Rest of Development I'm not thinking of right now. <laughs> My point is this. Mr. Rock is a touring comedian. His job is to entertain and possibly insult members of the audience. If that audience member happens to be Jada Pinkett Smith, so be it. She's a big girl. She outlives she outlived Cleo, TT, and Frankie. She's big enough to survive this. <laughs> You're with me, sir. My friends, I would like to add this and put it on your minds, members of the conscious jury, people out here listening at this moment. What makes a man a man? What makes a man a husband? What makes a husband a he-man? Mr. Smith, my client, with all the accolades and all the awards and all the nice things you guys know about him and all the nice things I've said about him, at the end of the day, he's human. He's just a person like you or me or that person you know down the street. Regular people like us. Mr. Smith did not come to the Academy Awards and his wife didn't come to the Academy Awards to be berated, insulted by a member of his own community to be treated as anything else but an equal member of the Academy. 
Mr. Rock, yes, is a comedian, and yes, he was there to present. He was not the host that night. He could have left the jokes at home. His job was to present an award. But he took it by himself to add a little flavor, as we say in the streets, to the mix. We can agree with Oscar music. A little diversity and make the comment, or how the prosecutions called it, a joke at the expense of that man's wife, Miss Jada Pinkett Smith. And but why are we talking about Miss Smith? Let's talk about her and what a pillar community she is. Yeah, let's talk about her. An independent woman, a strong black woman, who never folded and to be anything besides herself in the community of Hollywood, which is hard for black people to do, made her own lane with her husband being Will Smith, but made her own lane, partnered up with her husband, because that's what married people are supposed to do, made their own production company called Willowbrook Entertainment, produced, wrote many shows, many TV Made for TV movies, movies, all that as a team. Because that's what a marriage is. A team. And I didn't want to put this out there, but y'all might as well already know. The player's not even married. He don't know nothing about that this stuff. How could he even speak on something like that? He doesn't have a partnership like that. Well, I mean, kind of does, but he's not married. How could he speak on what a married man would do in that certain situation? Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Objection. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> Mr. Rock was married previously. For I wasn't going to talk. Oh, wow. Excuse me. Miss Smith. That's one that on the record. He was married. Miss Smith and Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Smith have been married, like I said, for over 20 years. Yes, Miss Smith was married before, but their relationship did not work. But, in, even in hindsight, him and that woman are still close friends. And Jada Pickensmith stepped up and became a, mother, a second mother to that first child. Which only speaks for her, to her character. Because every woman is not going to do that for somebody else's child. Let's, let's talk about black folks. Let's talk about it. Anyway, Jada has been there for her husband for 20 years. Through the thickness, through thin, through what... They call an entanglement, which is not fair because the Smith family took upon themselves to be candid with the world, us, with their own relationship. They didn't have to do that. Shouldn't have. They didn't have to tell us what was going on. But in the end of the day, all that passed and flew by. And guess what? They are still married to this day. Some of y'all ain't married since that happened and today. So what does that say about their relationship? If they can get through that. If it really was what everybody would say it was. Anyway. Mr. Rock. Are you still married? Us. Exactly. I rest my case. Chris Rock's marital status is irrelevant to this situation. I disagree. <laughs> well, I will say this. Chris Rock is a hard-working man. He's been that way since he was 14 years old. And he would have to do that when he became the breadwinner of his family after the tragic death of his father in 1989. 
What was Mr. Smith doing in 1989? Blowing all of his money and having to move back in with his parents. While Chris Rock was taking care of eight kids and telling jokes on the side. So, making to the stage of the Oscars, that's him winning the Super Bowl. And imagine at the Super Bowl, if Tom Brady won, and out of the blue, some dude ran into the stands and smacked the shit out of him. Actually, that'd be awesome. But anyway, <laughs> Chris Rock didn't deserve to be smacked. Just like Mrs. Pinkett didn't deserve to be talked about in such a manner. Just like Will Smith didn't need to cry when he made his acceptance speech and his fake apology to the Academy. Objection. Opinion. Fair enough. That's pretty true. But the main point is, Mr. Rock is traumatized by this matter. He's so traumatized that his he's had to he's had to change his current stand-up tour to add more dates to make up for the money he's made from this situation. That's, that's not a good thing to me. Yeah. Seems like beneficiary to the Mr. Rock. Possibly. But the fact that Mr. Smith still holds this harboring grudge based on based on a previous joke from five years earlier proves that how much malice Will Smith has in his heart. No matter what he tells you about getting jiggy with it and <laughs> being in the summertime, he'd rather boom, boom, shake the room and smack an innocent man in the face in front of the world and then use profane language on a Sunday, which we all know is the Lord's Day. <laughs> I mean, sure, it was Oscars and God was probably off that night, but still. <laughs> Will Smith is a great man who had a bad moment. And that moment led to the degradation of my client, who has never done anything wrong to another person in his life. Except when he stole Gusto's identity and made him. Yeah, but that's beside the point. <laughs> and you want to talk about bad movies. Can we discuss the legend of Bag of Vans? I rest my case. Pooey Better than Bag of Vans. Okay. Yeah. I would like to move to closing arguments. My friends, we've been here. I hate to take so much time. We're going to open this chat case. <laughs> All my homies know what's going on with this. All my married compadres, good husbands. Protectors, lovers, breadwinners, supporters. We know what's going on. There's a rule out here in these mean streets of Oklahoma City. The South Side knows about it. The North Side knows about it. The West Side knows about it. And the East Side knows about it. It's internationally known in all cultures. There's American, Black, White, Hispanic, Asian, Korean, are all that in between. The rule is talk shit, get hit. Let me say that again. Talk shit, get hit. Now we all know about the law, we know about the ordinances, the rules, the court of law. But this is not a court of law, this is a court of opinion. So we'll make sure we put that in there. Yes, this is about the court of opinion. And the point of is about the people. And the people know what's going on. And you know how it rolls in them streets when somebody steps up and gets out of pocket. Gets out of pocket with your wife. That's my wife, dog. That's my wife. <laughs> you already know what time it is. Either you're going to apologize or you're going to catch these hands. 
good, bad, or otherwise. We're going to argue in the car. We're going to get home. But you're going to catch these hands real quick. Mr. Rock must have forgotten this fact, being the fact that his wife left him because he was a cheater. Objection. Infidelity was his middle name. A serial cheater. He had to go to sex. But they call it sex addiction classes or something, something weird like that. The man has a problem. He's a deviant. But we all know. Anyway, moving on. I want you people to know, and you guys know, you're out there. If somebody got up in your face, or even told something about your wife or your husband, you'd be ready to fight. Male or female, you'd be ready to jump in their mix with no problem, no hesitation. So, think about that when you make your ruling. Think about Mr. Smith and think about his history. Well, Smith has never been called for infidelity. He's never admitted to anything like that. Correct. Correct. Has Mr. Smith had the heart to forgive his wife for having her affair? He loved her that much. He forgave her. They were separated. They both had their thing going on, but they stayed together for the for what? Because they loved each other. They loved their family. It's not infidelity, you're not together. It's called separation for a reason. They're a team. It goes further than marriage. They said to themselves, they're not being considered what they call marriage. It's a unique, unique unity. They're united. It goes down to the blood, to the marrow, the bone. Chris Rock, he's a wonderful person most of the time. But that night, Sunday, he stepped on the landmine. And that landmine was Big Willis style. And the backhand to the left side of his face. Words hurt, but wounds heal. Two men, unlike two mountains, can come together. And these two men have come together and said their apologies. But in the, in the moment, the heat in the moment, Chris Rock was wrong. And Mrs. Smith, he didn't have that enough. And somebody was about to get smacked. And that person was Chris Rock that night. But his face will heal. And the hearts will heal. By all means. And by all premonition. Mr. Smith was right that night. He protected the honor of his wife. The sacredity of his marriage. And he protected his family like he's supposed to do. I rest my case. The defense rests. Very well done, very well done. Very rousing story. Very complete and thorough examination of the facts. The the facts and the pain of love and suffering. Well, let's get to the nitty gritty of this. Let's talk about the restraint of my client. Because we all know the phrase talk shit, get hit is very true. We all know about getting your lick back. Now, had this been the ghetto, the hood, the streets of West Philadelphia or Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, Mr. Smith would not have been able to return to his seat comedy and then accept an Academy Award for a fabulous performance in a movie I haven't seen yet. We all know that in real life, anybody else would have possibly bludgeoned Will Smith to death with an Academy Award. He might have been the first Best Actor recipient to be in the memorial in the same show. While being in attendance, it would have been tragic. But Mr. Rock showed strength, knowing 
that this man has multiple movie projects set up. He knows that his wife cannot watch her husband be beaten to death. I hope. And he knew that if I beat Will Smith, I'm going to go to jail and possibly be smacked by even bigger men with even bigger problems. The strength that my client showed showed that he is the bigger man, despite being shorter, the better man, despite being less wealthy, and clearly the funnier man because he's a comedian and Will Smith isn't. Mr. Smith did not show that strength. He got up with rage in his eyes, rage disguised by tears, by the way, opened his hand and smacked my client across the face. The only thing that stopped Mr. Smith from repeating the side of my client was the fear that crept up his leg knowing that if he had to get out of Chris Rock's presence and let him present that award or it would have been some smoke in the city. Because we all know that Chris Rock is from Brooklyn and Brooklyn don't do that shit. Do or die bet style would have become true and we don't want to see the Fresh Prince get hurt. Neither do I and certainly not do you. I rest my case. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard the arguments. You've heard the prosecution. You've heard the defense. Now it's up to you to decide. In the case of Smith versus Rock, who was right and who was wrong? So I direct you to the comments. We want to hear what you think about this situation that took place Sunday night. We want you to add who you think was in the wrong and who you think was in the right. And please give a reason. Give your reasoning why. We want to get your opinion. But in the meantime, in the between between time, we want to thank you for listening and viewing the finale of season three of the Vicious and Delicious Podcast, starring myself, the Unstoppable Pleasure Palace. Coordinator, the, the player, Mayo of the United States, not a player. <laughs> anyway, your boy Black Snow, and of course the SS of Old Lord himself, the man of many markers, Mr. Big Rob. You want to thank y'all for tuning in every week, or every, every couple week. weeks, however, or every week you see it. You know how it goes. We want to thank y'all for tuning in. We want to thank y'all for watching, sharing, liking, commenting, all the good stuff. But in the meantime, oh, before we go, I also want to thank, want to thank my brother for coming through twice. Twice. I want to thank Vic Music and his man Mike Blade. Mike Blade. My man Donnell Cole and Damon Anthony Williams for being guests on the show this season. My man did not do it. Yeah. I want to thank all y'all for helping us continue to build a pleasant palace to a place that everybody want to be. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for tuning into the early awards at the latter part of last year. First annual, baby. See thank you next year. Thank you for everybody who helped us donate toward to get a new laptop. Yes, sir. Still got some time. Still got time. Got a day. Yeah. Let's do that. I want to thank. I want to thank Will Smith and Chris Rock for giving us this day. Yeah. Thank y'all for. Thank y'all for making them making them real. Thank y'all. Yeah, for, for a moment, a moment of life. Yeah. Moment of realness. And and don't bury the Will Smith won the Academy Award finally. Yeah. If there was ever a goat conversation, it's him. The most, successful, the most successful rapper of all time is officially Will Smith. There's no question in that. Shout out to, you know, on the other side, shout out to Santa Jackson. Finally get his own Oscar. Some yeah. kind of Oscar. Even though he deserved that one for Pulp Fiction, but we'll take this uh, Lifetime Achievement, our yeah. honorary one in exactly. this case. 
But yeah, man, we uh, we just having fun with this time. Everybody knows. Everybody, I mean, y'all been on Facebook, y'all been on social media, been on Twitter. Everybody got an opinion about the subject. Me and Big Rob, that'd be funny if we do like this sort of people's core of opinion thing. I hope y'all enjoyed it. We might, we're gonna do it again next time. We get a chance and something like this pops up again, and it will probably. Oh yeah. But I hope you guys enjoyed it, man. We had a good time doing it, uh, getting it together. Uh, but besides that, man, uh, like I said, season uh, three finale. It's twelve. Down, a hundred more seasons to go. Yeah, I was the twelve episodes down, and hundred more Love seasons to go. Uh, but yeah, but in the meantime, y'all know what to do. It's Tuesday night, so it's but the rules are still the same. Avoid the bookings, beloved. By all means, uh, hey, thanks for watching the show. Uh, happy Easter! If we, you know, if we, right? Easter is coming up. If we, uh, we don't get back to y'all before then, we'll, we'll try to. What is Easter? Like the first weekend? Actually, it's the seventeenth this year. Okay, so we got some time. We got some time. Well, Easter's coming, so y'all get ready for that. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, appreciate your time, man. Remember, work on being a better you for tomorrow than you were today. Yeah. Uh, avoid the bookings. Uh, also, stay, safe travels to you and your family for the next week. Yeah, we go to Vegas for a little bit, man. Yeah. It's just safe travels. We appreciate it. Uh, man, y'all be good. I'll be good at you, man. You know, this and this is pleasure palace on the moon, baby. And we out of here. Y'all stay coming soon. We out. Y'all stay good. 